Hello, podcast listeners. You've reached This Marketing Life, and I'm your host, Fiona McEachran. This Marketing Life is the podcast that discusses the real-world challenges and opportunities facing today's marketing manager. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on iTunes and visit thismarketinglife.com to subscribe to future episodes and call marketing management goodies. And if you have any questions about marketing management, please contact me. On today's episode, the first episode, we'll start out with a brief history of marketing management. We'll look at the current version of marketing management and how today's marketing manager has evolved and end up on today's marketing challenges. If you go down the rabbit hole of looking for one detailed history of marketing management, it is unlikely you will find it. There are a few different versions and discussions, but for all intensive purposes today, I like Oxford College of Marketing's six main stages in marketing history. It's just one that I found and kind of makes sense to me, but I'm open for feedback on on other stages. So um, I'll just have a look at it. So stage one is the birth of marketing, where it says mass production and efficiency range during the earlier 20th century and shifting the goods fast and in bulk was priority. So marketing came into effect to move things along. So yeah, earliest 20th century. So from a from a today's point of view, it's not that long ago that marketing really started in its format that it is. Uh, stage two, which is the sales era, which is in the 1920s, salesmen and the sales pitch were both born as men would actively pursue sales and talk the consumer into purchasing the item, even if they didn't really need it. So, yeah, this is the early, early type of we've got a product, let's get it sold kind of marketing. Uh, I will mention too, this is when early content marketing probably came out too. I think there was a jelly company that might have issued jelly recipes to get jelly off the ground, but we'll save that for another, for another episode. But yeah, it was this 1920s, 1930s that marketing started to become something. So then, uh, according to Oxford College of Marketing, you have stage three, which is the marketing era. Uh, the 1950s onwards saw the beginning of things like market research, which is something which is really, really valuable still today. Uh, this allows companies to sell what the consumer actually wants to buy rather than talking them into buying things they don't need. So it was more strategic, I think, coming about in the 1950s. Then we move on to stage four, the relationship marketing era, where during the 1990s salesmen took some values from the sales era and altered their sales pitch not to push one sale only built to build an ongoing relationship between the company and the customer. And this was where return, custom and recommendations first began to be valued. So it was the 90s that marketing really, really started to ramp up. You may, you may think that it was the 80s that marketing ramped up, but I would say that in the 80s it was there was a lot of big money coming out from a lot of bigger companies. So there was a lot more bigger, flashier advertising. But yeah, I think it was the 90s that it, it transitioned from this marketing era into the relationship marketing era. And then you've got stage five, which is the societal marketing era, which is shortly after the relationship marketing became a hit. So did the strategy of putting the consumer at the center of the company and its campaigns, mixing market research values of the 50s and relationship building of the 90s to create the ultimate customer focus strategies. Yeah, I think 
I think this is kind of a little bit like it is now, but uh, the Oxford College goes on to say stage six is the digital marketing era, the one that they believe we are living in now, formed due to society's dependence on technology and the internet. Using this technology to reach markets has paved the way for smaller companies to rise up. With, with I guess they're saying digital leveled the playing field and you no longer needed tens of thousands of dollars to put an ad out there. You could you could do things more cleverly and smaller businesses could get in there and compete against these larger businesses that had that had done very well in the in the nineties and two thousands. Uh, it's rising up. Uh, traditional marketing values should not be replaced. Digital marketing is becoming even more valuable to companies large and small. So yeah, so this is this is what uh, they believe is the six main stages in marketing's history, and I guess the marketing manager has moved across all of those stages. Uh, now, I mean, this was written in two thousand and twelve, but I would think that the speed of things are changing now for marketing and marketing managers, and the rate at which our lives are moving now. I think we could even be already in a new stage. To me, I think stage seven, which I would tag on the end, is the customer experience era. Now, obviously, you'll think that there are a lot of companies out there that are definitely not in this stage. And there are many companies still existing way back, probably some even in the sales era stage. Uh, but the companies that are profiting the most and and succeeding the most and growing the most, they're the ones moving with the stages. And I think the ones succeeding at the moment are probably in this stage seven that I think they are, which is the customer experience era. Uh, you might be thinking, what about artificial intelligence? Are we in the artificial intelligence era? But I don't think we're there yet. Not quite. Not Not for majority of businesses. Um, just like in the digital marketing era, customer experience is actually more important now than digital marketing. You know, everyone was like, oh, we need a digital marketer. We need a digital marketer. Uh, but they're thinking, well, what now is happening with artificial intelligence? And what about the customer experience that they're having across the business as a whole? This is really, I think, where man uh, marketing management has ended up. So yeah, that's that's kind of the history of marketing. And like I said, the marketing manager has kind of been the person who's overseen all of those stages and the marketing uh, strategy and initiatives throughout those businesses. But um, I think today, now that we're in the customer experience era, the combination of all those previous stages, I think we've got, you know, challenges for today's marketing managers. And it's probably best we just get straight to those. Uh, for today's marketing manager, well, the, the, the head of marketing management, I guess, is your chief marketing officer, your CMO. And as we've been transitioning now from relationship to digital to customer experience, I think with the growth and speed of technology and growth and speed of businesses and buyouts and, and acquisitions and some businesses going bottom up because they haven't kept up with the times, you know, I think CMOs, as they've emerged, uh, by the end of 2017, they've had a pretty rough time compared to other executive level executives in a business. Uh, I saw some research recently that said that these CMOs have the highest job turnover of all the C-suite peeps. I mean, this is comparing it to IT, finance, people management, and of course, the big tamale, which is, you know, the CEO. Uh, and why, why, why are they having this massive turnover for for CMOs? Uh, 
Well, I fundamentally believe that many parts of marketing are difficult to track for today's CMO and the real results such as branding and building a community around your core customers does take time, pretty much as much time as your customer wants. I mean, ultimately, yes, there are some metrics. The biggest and best metric for success is a company achieving its strategic goals. Uh, growth, growth of customers, growth of territory, revenue, profit, and marketing is tied to this. So if marketing is doing a, a good job and the other areas are doing a good job, you'll tend to see success in these for these towards these goals but sadly you know boards i think boards and investors and business heads they try and get the same results in the same time frame from all the c-suite executives so i mean yes a cto a chief technology officer can deliver a product and achieve their objective in a dedicated time frame but a cmo has to cover all of the c-suite departments I mean, marketing is covers all departments in the business, especially now if you're looking at the entire customer journey and, and growth hacking or growth marketing. So uh, CMOs have their own targets, but then they also have to look after all the other departments. And sadly, I think CMOs are looked to achieve results in the same time frame as, as other chiefs. So it is a, I think it is a little bit unrealistic to expect that, say, a CTO that, yes, they must uh, project manage and deliver this product. But then you've got a CMO which has to oversee all the marketing aspects of the, the product development, but then look at other uh, tactics and, and strategies across promotions and across, you know, support if you're, if you're a service-based business or customer service if you're a product-based business. So, I mean, I think the t this time frame, I mean, there's probably opinion out there and I'm, I'm open to hearing it, which is that this time frame is not realistic. And I think what happens is the pressure is coming down on these CMOs to deliver so much in such a short period of time. So I think they just, the reason CMOs have such a high turnover is they, you know, they throw their hands in the air and then they think that it'll be easier if they jump ship or they look for another company that will be more embrace or understand what that chief marketing officer really has to do and i think that's why you have that fast turnover now i mean the cmo i guess like i said is the head of marketing but but if you move down the ladder to the marketing manager uh the, so the cmo has their range of challenges yes but we're talking about marketing managers here and marketing management and i think there are a huge range of challenges for today for the marketing manager who normally reports to the CMO or reports to uh, the general manager or reports to the CEO. So if there is no CMO, they report uh, all these leadership problems and timeframes, like I say, fall onto the marketing manager. So that's why I was talking about the problems of the CMO, because if you have a business that doesn't have the resources to have a CMO or the inclination to have a CMO, they'll just have a, a head of marketing or director of marketing uh, or mark or some just have a marketing manager. So the leadership problems and expectations of marketing delivering then just fall straight onto whatever the next head of marketing is. So that's definitely a challenge, uh, I think, for today's marketing manager. So thanks for listening. If you like the show, please leave a rating or review on iTunes. Also, please visit thismarketinglife.com to view the show notes and subscribe to future episodes. 
I would love your feedback. If you have any burning questions on marketing management, you can ask on the website, through Twitter, on the Facebook page, or just email me at hi at thismarketinglife.com. Until next time, keep marketing.